0: We made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply.
1: This week on Androids and Aliens.
2: So Dr. Frisk wakes up, you hear this beep, 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 and he like rolls the door to the little safe in the
3: closet <laughs> in the hotel. like It pops open and he rolls out of it. <laughs> <laughs> New evils lurk in the shadows. Space has a way of attracting strange things. Some of them familiar. I'm not going to sit here and try to
0: reason with a machine. You do what you're built to do, or they'll just shut you down. Some of them
4: undead.
0: The pleasure of your company is requested for a meeting with His Excellency Gevalarsk Noor, the Ambassador of Eox.
3: Oh! <laughs>
0: Can the crew handle the terror? A tall, gaunt figure enters the room, and an eerie light burns in his otherwise empty eye sockets. Oh. We gotta
2: get out
5: of here.
0: Yeah, I we stop. just have to run. The
4: adventure continues.
6: Can I quickly open the door and see if I see anyone outside?
4: There's a, a horrid skeleton. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we're, we're, we're just cleaning. We're just cleaning. <laughs>
5: now...
0: I don't know about you guys, but I am ready for some androids. And some aliens, Matthew. Oh man, are you ready? You always look ready. I'm the alien. <laughs> you certainly are. You certainly I'm the android.
4: <laughs> we are the titular characters. Also, right. also Doctor Friss. We're, we're all also, aliens. Also yes, ever, pretty much everybody's an except alien, except for except for Ellie. Ellie. Oh
6: no, she's neither. Although well, in real
2: could... life, she's the only alien. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, that's why it works. Yeah. Actually,
6: yeah, my legal status is legally alien resident. Something like that. Yeah.
2: That's what we should have called the She's show. totally legal, everybody.
0: <laughs> she proved it. We'll call off the INS we have waiting in the hallway. <laughs> it's
2: all right, guys. Guys, it's okay. <laughs> Take an early night. Stand down. <laughs> She's cool. <laughs> Stand down. <laughs> Put your safeties back on. <laughs> yeah. uh, we, we are weapons free. Right? <laughs> we are weapons free. <laughs> I am still reeling. I'm sorry. I'm just picturing like
5: bullet holes coming through all the miniatures, <laughs> like all the core rule books, through. like getting like picked apart to pieces by automatic machine gun fire. My bestiary
0: four. <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, I am still reeling from that last combat. You guys just manhandled these creatures, and I mean, uh, we're still learning the system, so like I still don't know how a combat is going to go. It does not flow like Pathfinder. The fact that uh, you did 20 points of damage, Dax, after uh, Mayshun buffed your artillery laser. Level one. And then 16 on the mind thrust. I mean, that's just...
4: They were weak. Of mind,
0: they certainly were. <laughs> um, it, it makes me a little nervous. Um, the only thing I feel good about is because you guys insisted on having five of you play this, you're going to level up really slowly. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. You're, you're heavily underleveled, which is <laughs> which is right where I like you to be. It sure didn't sound like it last combat. <laughs> no, no, no. Just give me a couple more apps. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll,
4: get, um, we'll get
0: there. So you guys got a nice little haul. Yeah, you, yeah. Uh, got some uh, some cash. I feel like you guys are. Uh, are doing well in the cred stick department right now. I don't know if, what kind of shopping you want to do yeah. um, or if you even want to do shopping, but I feel like you you got some money, and, and Chizkiss gave you money as well for completing the mission. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I,
5: I definitely... Dax has some plans. N- nothing right. too expensive yet, but he hasn't had money like this in a little while, so this is... I mean, I have over 500 credits. I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah. That's a lot of money to make in two days on Absalom Station. Yeah. Perhaps yeah. you'll buy a fancy new hat. <laughs> Perhaps I will. <laughs>
6: well, Mac has to pay for a suite, so.
5: <laughs> that's
1: true. It's really eating into your funds. You wanted to live in luxury. The room yeah. service. <laughs> We're splitting it, but if you'd like to pay for all of it, I am going to allow you to do <laughs> all that. All right. <laughs> Thank so you. So I was
6: wondering about that. Like, uh, you said last episode that... I because of I um I did a high roll in perception mm-hmm. I noticed that little note but I so are we all in the same room but like the three other guys are like in a closet. <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> no, basically you guys both had notes slipped under your doors. Oh, oh. Um, but How you convenient. were the first to see it out of right, all right, of right. them. Right. Um. So I imagine this note sitting on the floor as dark as the void of space. And for watching this like a television show, the camera would zoom in on that note until the screen was completely black. And then you would hear like raindrops dripping water in the background, still total blackness. And then it slowly comes up on like a little neon sign. It's like... Zzz, zzz. It's like fizzling out from the rain. (laughs) And it pans out on this just like really shitty looking Blade Runner alley, you know, with rain dripping. It's not even rain so much as just water dripping off of the roofs of these buildings in the middle of who knows where. And you see a shadowy figure emerge down this alley. Rather tall, close-cropped hair with a part on one side. You can only see the back of it's got to be a guy trench coat up over his shoulders. He walks down this alley and he walks right up to this little flickering neon sign. and enters this establishment. Very seedy inside. very dark. There could be six patrons or there could be a 106. You just have no idea, but you feel the buzz of bodies around the room. Candles flickering in various corners. You don't know if there's mirrors everywhere that's making it seem larger than it is, or if it's just really small and there's just a couple people on top of each other. Camera whips around, and you see Dax. Oh. He pulls down his... uh, collar of his trench coat and his eyes scan the room like he's looking for someone specific and he sees him and he walks to the back corner of the room up to a table and there's just this guy sitting there he looks human but he's so scarred all over his face he could be another race that's how disfigured he looks His hair is just missing clumps altogether, so he's either some sort of uh, mutated version of a human or some alternative race or just a guy who's seen a hard life. And he's like, Hey, Dax, good to see you. Why don't
3: you sit down and have a drink?
5: Dax uh, sort of uh, pushes his trench coat to the side sits down kind of stoic face reaches into a pocket pulls out kind of a wet cred stick and just shifts it across the table says the remaining 159 credits are are on this stick you can transfer it immediately I won't be staying long
3: Oh, come on, Dax. Don't be rude, huh? It's always all business with you. The remaining 159 credits. Come on, let us Let me get you something. Well, what are you drinking these days, milk?
5: I'm sorry, I, I do not have time. Would you please let them know that uh, I will be terminating my employment with astral extractions directly as soon as this Whoa. money is transferred. Oh, you'll
0: be terminating your employment with astral extractions as what? soon as this uh, money... That all is right. correct.
5: My debt has been fulfilled and they do not need to garner any more of my wages.
3: Oh, Oh, your debt has been fulfilled. Well, let let me actually check that here. What did you say, 159 credits? Yes, there was a
5: remaining balance of 159 credits. Uh,
0: Let me just look at my records here. And he uh, brings something up in his hand and just types it, and, like, an array comes up on the little table in front of you. And he drags, like, a number 159 over, and you see the numbers flash on the screen, and something is not adding up with what you know in your half-mechanical, half-organic brain with what you've paid. I don't know what to tell you, Dex,
3: but your debt is far from paid. If you see here, you still got a long way to go, brother.
5: Um, I'm sorry, I do not mean to be rude, but that cannot be. I cannot make a miscalculation of that nature.
3: Well, are you saying that I'm incorrect? Because as you can see right here, I've got all the numbers right in front of me.
5: The values for these items are not exactly correct, I find Listen, Dex,
3: Dex, Dex. I'm in charge of the values. You're in charge of bringing me the money. That's what this arrangement is.
5: I believe the market sets the values, and I believe the values are quite static. It is for three particle diffuser drills and two zero point drill stabilizers. For five metric tons of magnemite, these are the things that were lost in my ship that I have been paying back, and I have paid them back successfully as of today.
3: Listen to me. I'm not going to sit here. And try to reason with a machine. You have a function, not a job. You do what you're built to do, or they'll just shut you down. Use your parts to build a a, a vacuum cleaner or something, and then build another one of you that doesn't ask too many questions. (laughs) They listen to me. They don't listen to things like you. (laughs) If I tell them you didn't give me any money this week, they'll believe me. So be lucky that I'm putting at least a little bit of what you give me each week into your debt.
0: You know what? You can finish my drink. See you around, Metalhead.
6: And he gets up and
0: just, like, grabs the whole cred stick off the table and just taps it on your head as he walks out of the bar.
6: Motherfucker.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dax sits there for a second. You can see he blinks his eyes a couple times. He looks at the table where the cred stick was, just kind of drips of water sitting there. His head twitches to the side a second. His expression kind of darkens. He blinks again, and then he stands up quickly, like with purpose, and turns and walks out of the bar following the guy.
0: You get outside. He gets outside. He looks left. Yeah. He
5: looks right. There's, there's,
0: there's nobody out there except this guy that you can see just about to turn the corner about maybe 15 feet up the road.
5: He starts walking, not like running, but he's following the
0: guy. He mm-hmm. wants to see where he goes. You get to where he turned, and it turns. It's just another dark alley. He's walking towards like a vehicle.
5: Uh, He closes the distance on him pretty quick, and he's like, you can see his expression is like darkening and darkening, and he's getting like kind of fired up. And as he closes the distance quick, he reaches back, pulls back his trench coat, and in his belt, there's a baton. And he just pulls a baton out of his belt and just smashes the guy across the back of the head with it.
0: (laughs) The guy just folds and immediately hits the ground. (laughs) Boom. You know, it's rain is coming down off the, off the roofs, and he just fell in this puddle, and you can't even see if it's water or a pool of blood that he's just, like, staggering into. And he's trying to, like, right himself and stand up.
5: Dax is staring at him just with, like, no emotion on his face. He's just kind of staring at him. And he just smashes him in the head again with
0: the <laughs> baton. Cracks his head completely open, oh. and he just hits the ground. No movement.
5: He goes in, reaches, fumbles into his pocket, looking for the cred stick, looking for his cred stick. You find it. Finds it, pulls it out, looks around, now noted, now thinking like, oh my god, like I have to make sure nobody saw this. He looks left, looks right, and just starts like
0: running down the alley into the shadows. Runs down the alley into the shadows. Camera just keeps panning up, 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 up into the sky until you're in the vast of space. Looking down on the diaspora. Oh. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> so, Mac, you're looking at this note. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> and you see there is some writing on it. It says The pleasure of your company is requested for a meeting with His Excellency Gevalarsk Nor. The ambassador of Eox.
3: Oh. oh. What? What? Whoa.
0: Whoa. <laughs> Did not see that. <laughs> no, me neither. The pleasure of your company is requested for a meeting with His Excellency Gevalarsk Nor, the ambassador of Eox. Can we tell people what Eox is?
4: You sure oh, can.
2: Skid? <laughs> uh, there. Wait, let me do the bit.
3: <laughs> uh, different yeah different
2: <laughs> <and you laughs> he sure does <laughs> so <laughs> eox basically long story short is a planet made up of undead yeah it is a planet of liches zombies skeletons they had this massive like super weapon that was redirected erected blow up their whole. Su- anyway that's all that's all undead people yeah. yeah,
5: it's like getting a, a a diplomatic note from a bunch of skeletons <laughs> yeah. to come have a
2: conversation, and it's it's it is an evil society, sure, but it's still
4: a, part of, it's a still part of the pact world.
0: Yeah, yeah. they were, they were That's surprised the <laughs> signers.
4: Yeah. Of, they were surprised early signers of the pact. Right, exactly. They, they yeah.
0: are signatory to the pact. Yeah, and crazy. so that makes it all the more crazy. Wow. And you have just been invited to a meeting with the ambassador here oh, on wow. All station. of
6: us? Or like, was it... Um... Just
0: you, Mac. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have fun. Just, it says, come alone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so are you followed? Also, it's, also, it's
4: a costume party. <laughs>
0: <Right>? <laughs> and you're the only
4: one in the costume
0: party. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. um, by now... you
4: like that movie Coco. <laughs>
0: <laughs> by now, the boys have, have seen the same note uh, under your door as what well. What boys are you talking about? Um, Dax and Dr. Friss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah. You guys are spunking up, right? That's Whoa. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As, as is. As uh, am I. As is. I'm sorry. If The boys and... and uh, Did you not see Kreska? If, 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 <laughs> if I
5: remember it correctly, Dax had a... I think I rolled a natural two on the percep, so he has no idea. Right, you have no idea. No idea. But Kreska, <laughs>
2: Kreska you see the note as well. Um, so Dr. Friss wakes up Kind of you hear this beep, beep beep, and he like rolls the door to the little safe in the closet like, in the hotel, <laughs> Like, it pops open and he rolls out of
3: it uh
0: yeah, Chris, can you see the note? uh it's the same note Mac has seen uh, I'm sure you share it with everybody else um you can roll a culture check, yeah. if you like
6: yeah Just i mean a little i'm i sure
4: oh. no, I cannot. Oh, sh-
5: <laughs> I'm sorry, I have no culture.
4: Uh, <laughs> Kresge has been in a prison for some time. I don't know. She doesn't really have a knowledge of the working knowledge of the culture. No, that would be uh, twenty six for for Doctor Fris. So, Fris,
0: you came out of the safe just in time <laughs> to drop some knowledge on them. So, yes, Eox is a planet inhabited by undead. Its dominant species uh, are these creatures that are known as Alibrians. They're very human-like, and they were forced to transform themselves into undead to survive an ancient cataclysm that almost destroyed all of Eox. Although many sentient species, like you guys, probably, uh, every single one of these characters find them disturbing, they're not considered monsters, at least in polite society. Uh, They're full signatory to the Pact, and their undead inhabitants are equal citizens of the Pact worlds. You, Doctor Frisk, if you see that note or if they read it to you, you recognize nor as the head of Eox's diplomatic diplomatic delegation to the Pact Council. Uh, this guy is pretty high up. Wow.
6: Um, I mean, s- since Mac has been working as an uh, administrative um, diplomat for like her entire life, mm-hmm. she. W- I don't think she's ever met him, but she would know of him. You would know
0: the th- name, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the name would be, oh, wait, I feel like I know that. But, yeah, you've never been in a room yeah. with him. He's too high up. Right. And that meeting is, they're requesting your presence today.
2: Like
0: <laughs> well, now? Today at the ex, uh, I mean the you can have the continental breakfast, but yeah, then I think going. you got to get going. <laughs> right. we, can go, we can read
4: our USA today. Catch yeah, <laughs> up
2: on Town the scores. Uh, swap the basketball scores. It's and early. Go.
0: It's early in the day, um, but this thing came in. You saw it come under the door, Mac. Like they're expecting you to come today. It sounds like it's important.
6: Can I quickly open the door and see if I? <laughs> See anyone outside. <laughs>
0: There's a horde of skeletons. We're just cleaning. We're just cleaning.
5: We signed the pact. We signed the pact. Yeah, we, <laughs> we are full
2: we're, we're full pact signatories. We're full Housekeeping.
3: <laughs> um, oh, <that's> yeah. terrifying. <laughs> oh. We don't have anything to wear.
0: <laughs> um, you know that the ex- Yoxian Embassy is in Absalom Station's wealthy Parkside neighborhood. Ooh. In the eye. And they didn't give us a time. They didn't give you a time. It's just... you're Stop by today. ASAP. You know that most likely only... Uh, they don't sleep. They're undead. Citizens from EOX uh, and foreigners with official business are even allowed in the embassy. But the note you have will get you through. Hmm. Hmm. Can I do a culture check
1: to know how wealthy the Oxians are? I mean, that sounds like pretty sweet territory.
0: Like, what what is their relationship in the pack worlds? What are they valued for? Sure. Twelve. Twelve. Uh, you, you would think it's like any other society. There are wealthy uh, members, and there's probably a, a poor section uh, right. uh, as well. It, it's it, it, it seems strange to you, probably, Grant, but like it's like any other society to Meishun. Okay. Yeah. Um but this guy's probably pretty well to do.
1: And he's definitely an Alibrian.
5: Yes. Okay, great.
6: Mac finds this very intriguing. She is she actually has the theme Space Fair, so that means that she's uh curious by nature. And uh, so I think <laughs>
5: she and, wants
6: to go for it. Yeah,
5: you and know, as a diplomat, I think getting an yeah. invitation from another diplomat, you're like, ooh, yeah, this, Diplomacy. Is, uh, this would Yeah, exactly.
6: <laughs> this would be her realm. <laughs>
5: Uh, all right, and and so and Dax will be like, we must be careful not to compromise our safety. I will accompany you and keep an eye on you.
6: Well, thank you, Dax. And she winks at Dax, expecting nothing in return. <laughs> he stares at you completely yeah. flat-faced.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
5: Is there something in your eye?
6: Oh, oh never mind.
0: <laughs> um, all right, so you guys want to head there? Might as well... Uh, strike while the iron's hot. You don't have any of the other plans today. Uh, as far as, of as yesterday, far as you know, <laughs> you guys thought like mission accomplished. I'll wait till Chiz Kisks sends us on a mission. Meanwhile, you've been invited right. yeah. to the oxygen Dax
5: interview. has got some creds burning a hole in his pocket. <laughs> but, uh, but no, he does feel like a certain affinity for uh, Max abilities with people. He finds it kind of fascinating, and he wants to be around it a little bit because he's mm. really navigating a new world of having to, like, like a quote-unquote political world where you have to be a certain way or act a certain way to sure. get the things you want. He's very unfamiliar with that. And so he's observing her, and uh, he knows that, obviously, he's much more well-armed than her and stuff like that. So mm. he's happy to offer his services. Are we
1: expected while traveling about town to present our Starfinder ba- badges that Chizkiss gave us or can we go unannounced? With all the we, the activity we've caused in the criminal underworld, I would like to go but at the same time it's a diplomatic mission to the e- Eoxian embassy so right. maybe it's the best thing to do.
0: You'd probably wear those around the Lore Spire complex. You might not want to advertise that about town.
5: Okay, so like, we'll hide them. Yeah, Yeah. I think it's more of like a like a uh like federal agent's badge yeah, right. yeah. you know you don't just walk wallet. around with it out all the right. time you so, could
2: have it on a lanyard like <laughs> if you're investigating <laughs>
0: like a murder scene or something
2: we <laughs> yeah, could have right. the jacket the cool jacket with the yellow lettering on the back yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: like a doctor that wears his scrubs 12 hours after his shift <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah exactly like, all right, we, we understand you're we a get it but so i just mean i <laughs> just <laughs> do this just so, so comfortable
2: <laughs> <laughs> but
5: uh,
0: they're so
2: comfortable yeah so yeah dr friss like i think he comes over. Before this happens, like I think he sees he says, what the piss is this? And he checks out, did you see this? And he goes mm-hmm. and knocks on the door of the, uh, the, the ladies. And is that? did you get one of these two?
6: Well, yes, and we're, we must get ready really, really quickly. This
2: but- is got to be some sort of mistake. This is the chief counsel for the whole of the Oaks. right. Why are they, for, right why well. are they kind of come after us? Like, what do we do? Well, we in trouble?
6: I'm sure we will find out if we go there. I mean, Mac can barely contain her excitement for this. Some, right.
1: Someone of that power and, and of relative means must have eyes and ears everywhere, but at least those eyes and ears aren't Akatonian or Castravellian, Dr. Friss. I think for the time now, we are safe.
2: I don't like to mess with the Eox. I didn't, we didn't cover that in the biology, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> They're like a bit more comfortable around the living. Yes, you would cover that in anti-biology, I believe. Anti-biology. Dead. I, I miss that day. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Whether they are dead or alive, this seems to me to be more of a formal invitation. I believe that it would behoove them to treat us in a way that is uh, desirous
2: to for the public to see. I don't trust them. This is a formal invitation, but it's a formal invitation that scares the piss out of me, Juma, I tell you. Hmm. Well,
1: we must all remember what Chizkiss told us, and that is to question everything. Keep your eyes, ears, and antennae open. Mm,
5: It's true. Ah, that's cool. And then, yeah, Dax will look at Friss and be like, we are not exactly unarmed, and he'll heft his artillery laser
2: into <laughs> his hand.
5: Surely no. they'll allow
0: that in the embassy. <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. Well, they're already dead. No, that's true. No, it's um, good. As
2: long as there is no metal detector in front of the embassy, we should be up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wouldn't worry. I'll put it in guests my Guests are never unarmed. Oh, oh yeah. that's right. you never... Well, I would Chuck be... fucking Norris over here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
6: I would be very surprised if this is... If they have any hostile. Inv- I mean, they might have, but I would be very surprised Surprised? It would ruin their diplomatic relationship with the whole Pact world. It would be very, very weird. If no, they I'm saying us.
2: I'm more scared to turn it down than I am to accept it. Oh, but it's Still, this whole thing sets me on edge. You know what
4: I'm saying? Right. I would think you're good at a party, doctor. I no, don't like people.
6: I would think so. <laughs> <laughs> no, get get the, get a nice suit. You're gonna look fantastic, and then I we can it. I don't go want there. to
2: waste my money on that. Ugh.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: So. It's
5: ammunition is not cheap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Dax, hearing this, is going to turn and say, "Should I buy a new outfit?" Huh? How He's b- wearing like very functional, like black I military do, gear. Basically, I do think,
6: uh, in order to show our respect, we should dress nicely. But I think, no, honestly, I do think what you're wearing right now should be should be enough. I would be. I would be surprised if, if this is a ball, but he if looks, it is, he looks, I'm going to go. <laughs>
5: he looks slightly disappointed. Oh, oh all right. Uh. <laughs> Can you just say yes? <laughs> I'll
4: be wearing tail.
5: <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah. Yeah. all right so uh so yeah we, you guys just head, head out a couple okay. couple bagels and a tiny right. frosted flakes and then we head over to orange <laughs> juice
4: banana you cut out you have to cut through the, the bag inside the box with a sharp knife yeah
5: D- D- dax t- takes a belgian waffle to go some garbage <laughs> coffee
0: uh and you guys head out and you just get this feeling that today is going to be a long day <sighs> It's got the whole, it's got all the makings of a long day. On a day when you thought you could just kind of reboot. Pick the wrong
4: day to go senile. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you make your way towards the uh, wealthy Parkside neighborhood in the eye. Uh, you cannot miss the embassy. Uh, it has been decorated in a style, uh, those of you would know, that is quite reminiscent of traditional Eoxian architecture. Black marble bone pale limestone vaulted ceilings sepulchral furnishings and disconcertingly organic architectural mm. details yeah. if you look too long in one direction things feel like they're alive oh it's weird like walk- it's so creepy walking into an HR Giger painting yeah it's very Gigery. you walk inside and you are immediately greeted by a pair of undead skeletal attendants Ugh. <laughs> They just look at you with expressionless skeletal faces and then just gesture with their bony hands to a hallway and start
4: walking. Creepy. (laughs) So
2: weird. (laughs) I don't not.
0: And you're just walking. Keep an eye out, Dr. Friss. (laughs) Everything is just white and
4: black
0: and just it's got a church feel to it, but also like a mausoleum at the same time. Ceilings are super high, and you're just going down following these skeletons that look like they're uh, floating as much as they are walking. Oh. And eventually, they lead you to a rather sparse but well-appointed office that just feels like a tomb in many ways, <laughs> as much as it's like an office. This isn't <laughs> Chizkisk's office.
6: Weird question. What uh, what's it smell like? It yeah.
0: smells like uh, Catholic church incense.
6: Oh yeah. uh, you know that smell. Yeah. It's like a
0: little bit moldy, a little bit like super pungent, and you'd think that's probably to uh, overpower the smell of the, uh, the rotting of flesh death. Of oh. the smell. It's of like death. holy water and guilt.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the skeletal attendants motion towards the door. <laughs> you walk in and the office is empty. Cold in there. There's no furnishings or anything to speak of besides like a desk that is just uh, onyx and a, uh, a chair behind it. Like, there's not like, you know, books, encyclopedias, knickknacks. Knickknacks, right? Like, <laughs> pictures of his world's
2: skeletal best dad, kids. you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: holding up a skeleton fish.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and as you're looking around, moments later a tall gaunt figure enters the room if any of you are looking towards the door the first thing you see is an elongated cranium hmm. on this man uh, Undead dead very typical um, look of an Illibrian uh, oh okay, okay.
4: his uh, I think they're so smart with their elongated <laughs> cranium <laughs>
0: his skeletal countenance d- displays no scrap of flesh, and an eerie light burns in his otherwise empty eye sockets. Oh. We got to get
5: out
1: of
0: here. Yeah. I mean, we not... just have to run. He, he is, is an undead Alibrian, and he looks like this. Oh, creepy. He looks Whoa.
1: Illibranated.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come That's on. what oh, this you. dude looks like. That's wow. very unsettling. Yeah. So, yeah, he's undead. Yeah, he's an Illibrian with a long but he head. Looks, he looks sharp. He's... He's wearing a rather gaudy-looking purple and yellow robe. He's dressed like an ambassador. He just happens to be dead. (laughs) (laughs) He motions for all of you to take a seat, and once you are comfortable, as comfortable as you can be, and by seat, there's just, like, outcroppings in the wall. Uh, It's not like, you know, nice chairs. Uh, He begins to address you, uh, his bony teeth, chattering.
3: I thank you for agreeing to meet with me <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> I'm certain you are aware of the recent interest In the prospecting ship Acreon And the asteroid being referred to as the Drift Rock And I believe you're also acquainted with the dispute Between Astral Extractions And the Hard Scrabble Collective Over both the ship And the Asteroid. Both parties are currently awaiting legal arbitration. But the wheels of justice often turn quite slowly. As a result, I have offered my services as a mediator... In hopes of finding a solution that is equitable to both factions. The first step in this, of course is learning the specifics of the opposing claims. Reports of your recent endeavors in dealing with some of Absalom Station's most notorious gangs have led me to believe that you might be useful in this undertaking as well. You're new to this station. You seem to possess a wide range of skills and abilities, and you certainly appear capable. He just kind of looks at all of you (laughs) Green lights glowing in his head In short You are perfectly positioned As a neutral third party That could cut through All of the red tape surrounding this issue And get to the heart Of the matter I have asked you here today Because I would like The five of you To go to the Acreon find out precisely what happened to its crew and ascertain the value of its asteroid cargo as well as determine whether this drift rock is truly as mysterious as the media claims.
0: And then he just trails off and stares at you. What?
1: (laughs) Mr. Noor, are you suggesting that Ambassador. we take a course? Ambassador Noor! Co- <laughs> <Ambassador Knorr>. Yes!
3: <laughs> Thank, nice you. Mac. Thank you, Mac.
1: <laughs> uh, I, would, I would hate Mac to be is out of like school.
6: Shaking her head. <laughs> uh,
1: Ambassador Noor, are you suggesting that we take a course of action that may be extra du- judicial?
3: No, I can assure you that this is all going through the proper channels. I've spoken with both Astral Extractions and Hard Scrabble Collective. They are aware that I am seeking mediators in this, and they have both agreed that a third party is the way to go.
6: Ambassador, I can assure you that all of us here are they de- are very qualified for this, this task. However, we need to discuss compensation.
3: Mm-hmm. I am surprised, Ooh. a fellow diplomat. Would be so bold as to go straight to asking what the pay is. We're all, the rest of us are not diplomats, are we? Oh, I see. So she is your mouthpiece. That sounds gross. <laughs> oh, <it does>. Mouthpiece. <laughs>
6: It, I, I, I apologize ambassador, it's just that we've been through a lot these past few days and, and uh, in order to move forward we was just want to know um, if, if this is a job opportunity or if it's more like uh, you need our voluntary help That's what I want to know. I want to know all the details before we can discuss further.
3: I understand. Yes, of course, I would not ask you to take on such a task without giving you proper compensation. Assuming that you would do this, I would offer you each 600 credits for your efforts. Mm. Whoa. Hmm. 700. (laughs)
6: <laughs>
3: 500.
4: Sweeten the deal. Mouthpiece. So. <laughs> 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 <Kreska> shutters.
1: <laughs> and, Ambassador Norm, may I inquire as to uh, Eox's own interest in the Drift rock outside of general peace amongst the residents of Absalom Station?
3: Well, I can tell you, Eox, in general, does not have any interest in this that I know of. However,. I do have an interest in it myself, which is why I chose to mediate in the first place. There is one additional detail that I'd like to ask your help with. And he like steeples his bony fingers as he thinks for a moment how he wants to say this. Among its other cargo, the Acreon was carrying a package destined for the embassy. Of course... With the ship being quarantined, the package has been undeliverable. I have been eagerly awaiting its arrival, and I'd consider it a personal favor if you could find the package and bring it to me when you return to the station. It's clearly marked, so I don't imagine it will be too difficult to find.
1: Are the contents fragile? Should we take special care when bringing it back to you? That's an extra 50 credits
3: each. (laughs) Uh, They are no more fragile than any other cargo that you would be bringing back.
5: Ambassador, if I may ask, have you had dealings directly with Astral Extractions in the past?
3: A A man in my position has dealings with companies such as Astral Extractions time and time again though I admit I myself have not had personal dealings with them outside of this mediation.
5: And your role, if I am understanding correctly, is as a neutral arbiter, is that correct?
3: Correct.
6: Ambassador, do you have any reason to believe there is danger awaiting us at the Acreon?
3: It is quite possible. Though the area has been quarantined, Space has a way of attracting strange things.
0: I myself do not know. However... And he reaches in into his desk, fumbles around for a moment, and then pulls up his bony hand and opens it. As he does, a small spherical object floats out of his hand and just kind of floats mm-hmm. right in front of his eyeline. Mm-hmm. He uh, types something on his computer, um, and it just crosses over the desk to float near you guys. He's like, This
3: small observer robot will accompany you and record the expedition. I would like an objective record that I can provide to both sides as a foundation for my mediation efforts. You won't have to do anything with the bot yourselves. It will simply follow you and observe. When you reach the quarantined area, I recommend you investigate the Acreon first to see if you can find any traces of the ship's crew before you begin exploring the drift rock. That's just my two cents.
5: Do we know where the drift rock is in the ship? Has has that been reported to us? Is it in the hold or does no one know where it is inside the ship? You would assume
2: that it's probably towing it. So it's outside the
0: ship. Outside the ship. Got it, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, this, I
2: think you might have said that before. The Acrion, so it's it's out in space, like it's drifting in space. Right, right yeah, they've oh, quarantined
0: relic, you know, uh, a couple hours outside of Absalom Station.
2: So this whole time, Friss has been looking extremely nervous. Sure. Because like whiskers are just twitching, his eyes are darting. And uh, he says, Pardon me, Ambassador, but do you know... Are you going to provide us with some way of getting out to this thing? Like, I know it's not a problem for you folk... ...but those of us who breathe oxygen... ...we can't travel in space without help.
3: Of course, yes. Well, I have already received permission from station security... ...to send an exploratory team to the Acreon. And I have arranged for you to use one of the station's shuttles for transport... As soon as you are ready.
5: Hmm. Uh, can I do a l- quick retroactive sense motive? Yeah. I like, a- I don't know if it makes a lot of sense just because he's undead. but uh, Sure. But Dax is just like, what he was trying to ask, he's trying to ascertain if this guy is a politician bought by astral extraction. Sure. You know? Yeah. Because if we go out there and they just kill us, it's... it's
6: can, can we all... Can I also I do a sense motive? Yeah, model. you can
5: all
0: do yeah. sense motive.
5: Or eight each other. Mm. Uh, so I got a nine. Sixteen.
6: Dax oh. got a nine. I got a 28.
0: Oh, wow. What? All right, so, Mac, you've been around diplomats before. You've probably never been around someone as badass as this guy. You feel like you can read people very well, and whether or not it's because this is an undead person you're talking to or just because this is a highly skilled politician, he could be lying right in your face, and you would have no idea. The best poker face ever. Right. (laughs) Just Just, a skull.
6: You know, he's dead.
0: (laughs) That being said, you don't feel as if you're being lied to. Right. But you feel like even if he was lying to you, you wouldn't know. Can, can so I? sepulchral face Can I? sepulchral
3: face.
6: Is there anything <laughs> is there anything sepulchral face? face.
3: <laughs> sepulchral face? <laughs> sepulchral face? <laughs> sepulchral face? na 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 na
0: can't can't read my can my sepulchral face? <laughs> <laughs> I love when our episodes turn
2: into dance parties. <laughs> Ambassador
1: Nord just leaves for a second and comes back in a in a, in a dress oh made out of meat. Oh
0: <laughs> oh well, that's going on karaoke night. There Next we time. go. All right, <laughs> <laughs> Ellie. I'm
2: so sorry. You were saying <laughs> yeah, something. No,
0: no,
5: no, no, no. Sorry, ahead. Ellie. Stop dancing.
6: Uh, you were saying something. Crap, what was it I was going to ask? Oh, no, you gagified me. It
2: wasn't important. <laughs> Let's move on. It wasn't important. Ambassador- uh, no, I, yeah,
6: I was going to actually ask about, um, do do I know, based off of my experience with this, like, do I know, like, does does it make sense what he's saying right now? Because to me, it makes sense, the player. But um, but I don't know, if there, like, anything of, like, huh? why would he do that and why would he, like, you know.
0: No, I mean, you've seen the news report. You saw Roger Glipglorp. You saw, like, everyone (laughs) going crazy about this. This is big news on the station. I love that guy. Oh, he'll be back. (laughs) This is big news on the station. It would make sense that the the powers that be are trying to find a way to, uh, you know, mediate. And so the fact that he's doing it, it's not that strange. You know, people are dying. There was a Death all over Doc 94. Five of them caused by you. <laughs> there are reports that the Fusion Queen had a raid last night. Four dead. Um, um, so, yeah, it's not that strange. Him asking for personal property, that might be a little bit, oh. uh, you know, n- not kind of on the rules, but the it's way also he proposed it was bit of that strange. a strange.
2: Coincidence that this event coincides with him having some kind of personal property on board, like
0: the very mm. ship yeah. that's right. transporting it's this. Maybe
2: another reason for him to want to get involved.
5: Well, yeah. I mean that—that's what I'm thinking I, right now. I'm thinking it's less that like they were involved in some sort of cons- conspiracy before, as much as I'm thinking like this exactly determines why he was stepped up to be a mediator. Yeah, it's because yeah. there's something on that ship yeah. that he wants.
4: Is he aware that he's effectively engaging the Starfinder Society? Oh yeah. So that's that's not that's not hidden. Out. That's not a hidden fact.
0: No, no. I, I, in in fact, that's why he thinks you'd be good at it.
4: Seems you, you possess a, possess a certain set of skills.
1: And amazes me very closely. May Shun narrows her eyes a little bit and says, "Ambassador Noor, I appreciate that you've placed your trust and the promise of future payment in all of us." I'm not as skilled of a diplomat as you, but I've had several attempts on my lives, on all of our lives, since I've stepped on this station. And if I'm to put my life on the line one more time, I need to know the contents of the crate you wish us to bring back to you.
3: That is a fair question. All I can tell you is... It contains no contraband, and there are no illegalities involved. I'm simply asking you to retrieve... My personal property for the ship In fact If it makes you feel better I will throw in an extra 500 credits each If you can deliver the cargo to me When you return to the station But it is all On the up and up However It is
0: classified
1: That does make me feel quite a bit better
0: (laughs) Wow Wow. That's a lot 1,000 credits each We're looking at 1,100 to 600 for the job 500 for the bonus Yeah Wow. All right, let's do it.
6: Yeah, for sure. We um, sprint
3: to
5: the shuttle.
6: Yeah.
3: <laughs> the ship I have arranged for you will be available tomorrow morning. Good luck,
0: and thank you. Oh, God. so weird. And he just stands there smiling.
6: Oh, the smile.
0: Steeples oh. his bony fingers again.
5: Dax just sort of awkwardly stands up. <laughs> it, are we supposed to leave? <laughs>
6: <laughs> Thank you ambassador. It was very 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 nice to meet you.
2: And I you.
6: And uh, I think we should get out of here.
2: Chris <laughs> like grabs Dax by the sleeve and just kind of tugs. <laughs> yes, let's let's go.
5: There yeah. are those
0: skeletal attendants are outside again and they just gesture again with their bony hands back up the hallway. And I mean, you pass by some doors and look in and there are just like alibrians in meetings. And stuff. <laughs> it's like it seems... There's there's, there's, there's at some PowerPoint. moments It's very yeah, yeah. eerie yeah. Easel, Other times A couple of like, Libyans Like hanging by the water cooler
2: <laughs> Did you see last night's Walking Dead Oh yeah <laughs> I think that show Really jumped the shark <laughs> it really speaks to me though Still <laughs> I don't know what it is <laughs> You eventually get This coffee mug <laughs> is coffee mug Right <laughs> and It's just No clothes And a tie
3: <laughs> Over bones <laughs> Tie over
0: bones The
5: coffee's just spilling Right on
1: the floor
0: I <laughs> <laughs> drink it Just <laughs> oh, that's weird. Oh. <laughs> uh, and and you know you, you get you walk outside and you're glad to be out of there. The stink alone. It was just that powerful old gothic church smell. I just remember uh, being in churches as a kid. That smell would just be like ooh, too much, nauseating. Yeah. <laughs> so you get out of there, and you've still got the entire day. <laughs> To Do stuff, however, as you're gathering yourselves to figure out what the hell you want to do to kind of process this um, request from the ambassador to Eox, within about 15 20 minutes after leaving the embassy, you all receive personal messages on your comm units. They all go off at the same time. A fancy graphic plays across the screen, it says Astral Extractions. Oh, no. Oh, An no. extremely attractive Lashunta woman appears on the screen. Hello. Thank you for agreeing to mediate in this unsavory matter with one of our independent contractors. <laughs> we look forward more than anyone to resolving this matter as quickly as and fairly as possible.
4: <laughs> <laughs> She's beautiful, by the way. Beautiful. Can you sense motive on a, on a, on a, on a recorded message? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Can
2: you sense motive
4: on a vine?
0: <laughs> With that in mind, I would like to cordially invite you to a private meeting in our corporate headquarters in Blue Rise Tower. Please accept this complimentary direct shuttle. We look forward to seeing you soon. At that A slick-looking shuttle pulls up. Lamborghini doors pop open. (laughs) Going to (laughs) to reveal, like, high-end liquor, refreshments, sushi. Oh, my. uh, A chocolate fountain. The works. (laughs) chocolate fountain? Oh, wow. Fondue. Doesn't look like there's a driver. It's all automated. The minute that message ends, Mm -hmm. the shuttle pops up. Shadow's probably more expensive than anything you've ever seen personally. Oh, my Mac, God. Oh,
6: man. Mac is like, ugh, I think we're in deeper trouble than we expected.
5: Are we not meant to stay neutral in this? Is it inappropriate for us to accept some sort of...
6: Bribery? Bribery.
2: what well, that could be. But I also think that the food it looks better than everything that we've been offered so far. So... <laughs> I'm getting in. I don't
5: know about the rest of you, but I'm getting in. I am not
4: attached to material objects. And Kreska immediately gets in the car. (laughs) That's two. two. Uh,
6: Of course we should get in.
4: I wish to avoid
1: any sense of impropriety as you mentioned, Dax. And I think in the future we should bring our own recording equipment when we investigate the acreon. But in this instance, I think it could be an excellent opportunity to gain more intel into astral extractions. Haven't you ever wondered what went on in the Blue Spire complex?
5: I have a feeling I know what goes on in the Blue Spire complex, and I'd like to be as far from it as possible. Mm -hmm. And he's, like, looking around uh,
0: suspiciously. He doesn't like it. As they're getting settled in there, and you are hesitant, another message pops up on just your screen you'd think so because you don't see them looking back at their (laughs) screens and it's that same woman again and she's addressing you directly (sighs) distribution android x19 we realize you may have misgivings about returning to our corporate offices under your current circumstances but we can assure you your attendance at this meeting is a good thing we look forward to seeing you again Oh, my
5: God. Come on. God, they're
6: watching us. They're watching oh, us. Oh, that
5: is yeah. so
1: creepy. And Dax turns us? around and sees okay. Dr. Friss and Shun doing, like, sake shooters.
2: <laughs> <or they're laughs> <sort> of- <laughs> <laughs> shooters! Yeah, I just want to dance. Chris is like, in the chocolate fountain. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I think there's... I'm not
4: attached to material objects. (laughs) Says Kreska as she eats, she drinks liberally from the chocolate fountain. You gotta
2: have some of this chocolate.
6: (laughs) Well, everything, everything within Mac is like, you know, this is warning her that this is a terrible, terrible situation. But I mean, her curiosity, curiosity can't stop her. So that's... that's Everybody loads up. Dex, I do think there's nothing wrong with getting more information. I do think it would be a very, very strange scenario if they would attack us there.
1: And it gives us an excuse to visit the Heart Scrabble, uh, Co- Heart Scrabble
5: Collective. They rarely attack you directly. They do it in ways you don't understand. And he kind of looks around very hesitantly as every- everybody's already kind of in the car and he just like bows his head and gets into the car.
3: Oh.
0: Zoom, the Lamborghini doors close, and
2: <laughs>
0: you make your way with this automated car to the blue Blue Rise Tower. You get there, doors open up. You've maybe some of you have feasted or had a couple of drinks, maybe a soda, uh, and you are escorted into the building. You arrive. And another sexy Lashunta corporate professional greets you. Tiny little skirt, glasses, greenish skin, purple hair like pulled back in a bob. Uh, she's played by Nina Dobrev. You guys know Nina Dobrev? Uh-huh. Yes. yes.
4: Now I do. <laughs> What's she from? Vampire Diaries. Not that I watched that show. <laughs>
0: uh,
4: Ever. I don't know. Busted. Uh, she's, con- uh, Vampire Diaries.
0: Degrassi, The Next Generation. You'd recognize her. I mean, she hasn't done a lot of things, but she's, uh, Vampire the Diaries. Perks of being a wallflower. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. She's a sister. That's why I okay. recognize uh, and her. And she's in the, uh, Triple X movie with, uh, Vin Diesel. Anyways. That Jim She's like, <laughs> hello. Thank you for agreeing to meet on such short notice. I'm Miss Joss. Right this way. And she just walks <laughs> off. Uh, and you're just walking past unbelievable architecture. It's like walking around like William Morris Endeavor in L.A. Or like Google headquarters. <laughs> everything you pass is beautiful. Every one you pass is beautiful. You don't know if you they work there or if they're there just to make you feel like this is the best place to work in the world. Uh, state-of-the-art everything. Like, obviously, this is the future. So everything is 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 cool. But... Things that would be amazing to us wouldn't be amazing to these characters. And even they are amazed by what they see. Yeah, Everything looks perfect. The staff kitchens are amazing. Cupcakes. Yeah, there's like chefs just making food constantly. Ricky Gervais giving a talk in one of the smaller (laughs) college (laughs) rooms. It looks a little bit too perfect. Yeah. She brings you into a conference room. More refreshments everywhere, of course. And she uh, stands at the uh, head of the table. And she's like, once again, I want to thank you for coming in. The purpose of this meeting is to give you a better sense of astral extractions, corporate philosophy, and how that informs our many, many business dealings. If you would direct your attention uh, to directly inward for a moment, um, we've been experimenting with some new technology. Uh, I just want to show you a little something. And she brings up a virtual array out of thin air and types on it. And in front of all of you, individually, a hollow screen appears. You look across the table. You don't see like anyone else can see your screen or you can see their screen. So you feel like it's almost happening inside of your head, but you are immersed in this video presentation. Um, It's this slickly produced marketing presentation that... Is like highlighting astral extraction's efforts in discovering, developing, and managing much needed natural resources from across the galaxy and selling them in the pack worlds. You see a bunch of uh, like Kasatha businessmen in a boardroom, like uh, pointing at figures. (laughs) uh, You see a Yosoki family on a beach and they're like laughing as space whales in the distance fly through the air. the points that are being made are basically how Astral Extractions is making all these things possible for companies and citizens throughout the packed worlds. You see uh, several attractive human families arriving on Absalom Station. They're really gorgeous families arriving on Absalom Station. They're looking around wide-eyed at the new life they're about to start. And it's clear, like, Astral Extractions made this possible. And during that last part, Dax... You see a Lashunta woman in the background. And she turns and faces the camera. And as she does, her face is all distorted. Just a glitch where a face should be. Your stomach just drops out and you feel like you're going to throw up. Oh my God. Astral extractions, a bolder future, a brighter tomorrow.
6: <laughs> oh God.
0: <laughs> and the presentation ends.
6: You look Impre- around,
0: and no one yeah, else Yeah, Dax is
5: looking to see, like, did you see a strange the woman, the Lashunta, her face? I did it not. It was all blurry and distorted?
6: Yes. Yeah, I, I did not. I'm sorry, Dax. I did not. Mac is picking up on his, on his um He discomfort. turns, like,
5: like, like, urgently and kind of under his breath to Shun. The other Lashunta woman in the final shot. Your face distorted, right? Blurred. Could not make her out. I was unable to
1: see any distortion whatsoever. Perhaps you were having a
5: malfunction within your ocular implants? <sighs> oh my god. Like as soon as she says... Like, and she's... Shunta, right? Yeah. Yeah, so as soon as she looks at him and it's like, perhaps you're having a malfunction. It's like he gets a flashback to these people saying that he was malfunctioning and okay. he's just like. And as
1: he, as Dax is having this meltdown,
5: Meshun reaches out and touches
1: his shoulder and says, I'm worried about you, Dax. You know I care
5: for you. That
1: doesn't help.
0: (laughs) No, but yeah, he he is like, he's extremely unsettled. Miss Joss just keeps speaking and she's like, well, hopefully now you have a better idea of what we're all about. You have to understand, I'm sure you've heard a number of things, but in terms of our contract with the Hard Scrabble collective, we hired the crew of the Acreon to prospect for unclaimed, unexploited mineral resources on our behalf. It was understood that we would then hold all rights and claims to those discoveries. Astral Extractions simply wants what their contract gives them rights to. The Acreon found the Drift Rock, an unclaimed, unexploited mineral resource, as defined in this contract, while working for Astral Extractions. So rights to the asteroid belong to the company.
6: Max, can to do a bluff check? Uh, or, yeah, I'm going to go for a bluff and say... We completely understand. We understand astral extraction's uh, motivations for all of this.
0: Okay, I roll bluff. Uh,
6: 24.
0: Nice. I'm so glad you see it that way. <laughs> <time. laughs>
6: Thank you so much for bringing us here. This was very lovely.
0: I I appreciate it, and I know you're all very busy. Once again, I want to thank you for taking the time to come in. Of
6: course, of course.
0: We simply wanted to bring you here to ask you to carefully consider the merits of Astral Extraction's claim and keep open minds while investigating the ship and the asteroid. Question. Yes.
4: Why wasn't this meeting catered? (laughs)
0: <laughs> there there are refreshments right over oh, here
4: thank you They're everywhere <laughs> Thank you They're everywhere Oh, it's got more fish They're It's got everywhere. more sushi <laughs> There are refreshments everywhere Excuse me I don't get attached to material things And then Kreska just starts to eat
3: <laughs> Yeah <laughs>
4: <laughs> And uh, Shun speaks in
1: Castravellian to her and says I'm sorry, my dear, I didn't catch your name It's Miss Joss Miss Joss? Ooh, yes Oh, I'm, I was wondering Has Astral Extractions made a public policy announcement on their position as to the missing crew on the Acreon?
0: No, no, we haven't. It's a it's a horrible thing, and I'm sure that's been a lot of the reason for this dispute to become so out of hand. Um, unfortunately, we do not know, but we hope that if you are able to go out there, you'll be able to pro- provide more information hmm.
4: in terms of that. This tempore is excellent. Oh, oh thank you.
2: You go to try to. The- You go to try the dynamite. Oh, okay. That's really good.
5: Dax is kind of like hearing everything like almost muffled, like muted. He can't really pay attention. And but when uh, Mac says that, I mean, she's so good at it that like he thinks that she's buying it two you know and he's just like just pulls out his laser oh, cannon <laughs> and he's just he's almost feeling like defeated like they're gonna get her too they're gonna get her too you know he's just mm-hmm. keeping it to himself for the moment but he's definitely gonna talk to her afterwards and like address it
0: <laughs> right
6: we're gonna have words later
0: <laughs> now you must know uh, and and i want to be clear about this astral extractions will of course accept the results of ambassador Nora's mediation I should say that the company is always interested in hiring competent freelancers for a variety of tasks and uniquely suited people such as yourselves could find lucrative employment opportunities in the future when your findings inevitably support astral extractions claims. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you again for coming in best of luck on your journey. And, uh, I look forward to hearing, uh, hearing your findings. As she's wrapping up, Fress is
2: like kind of turns his back and is stuffing as much food as he can into his cheek pouches to like, right. carry
0: it out with him. Just walks up Just wrapping that, it up. Not that I care about <laughs> material possessions, but do you have a doggy bag? <laughs> Please take anything you'd like. We are happy to give you whatever you need to help you make the right decision. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and with that you
5: are escorted out. And nothing else to, to Dax. Like, nobody else says
0: anything. Nothing comes on as a communicator. Nothing else. There's no uh, feeling like you were under threat at all.
5: I wonder why they contacted him directly. That's creepy. Probably
0: um, just to make sure that you went. Yeah. Uh, God. All right. So we get out of there? Yeah. You get out of there.
6: So.
5: Mac, I hope you know Astral Extractions is not to be trusted. You cannot believe that they really do want the mediation to go fairly.
6: So so I have a pretty cool skill with the bluff, or like everyone has that skill, with the bluff that he can pass a secret message. I, Mac thinks that, I mean, they're listening to everything right now. So she is like, with Dax, like she can't tell him the truth right now. So but oh, that's i don't know cool. if like, i don't know if we're
4: being like tapped yeah. is the I mean, is the robot sh- following uh, actively with us yeah it's like,
6: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. so also that the undead is listening to us but um no i think astral extractions have basically if they have not implanted stuff in our brains since we were children i think yeah something is going on so she's going to try to pass him a secret message
5: yeah i love it so she basically says like, like a bluff uh, like, like she says that uh no. no, Of course, they can be yeah, trusted, exactly. but she's sending me
0: a message. Yeah,
6: but I have to. It's a DC fifteen, I think. Uh,
0: I, you want to send him a message like as you're leaving?
6: No, as as he was like no
0: outside I, when I say that she's not even she doesn't think we're even right like we're
5: even no, still alone. Still not safe. Yeah. yeah. yeah still All right. Not so safe. what is the check? Uh,
6: DC fifteen. 10. DC fifteen. Bluff. Bluff. Okay. Yeah. Um, no,
5: so, it's okay. It's a simple message. You're basically just getting across. That what, you know, what you're saying is you're, you're lying. Right. Yeah. You know, you can just wink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, you know, it's a simple <laughs> and message. And will be like,
6: got <laughs> something in your eye. Um, <laughs> all right. So 16, though. There 16. you go. All right, you just got it.
5: it. All right. Nice. All right. So, so Dax is, yeah. He, he's like, oh, this is how you do it. I <laughs> get it. Okay.
4: Aww. Kreska would like to send a telepathic message to Friss to talk about the shrimp roll and just
0: <laughs> really all that yeah.
4: all that solitary
0: confinement
2: <laughs> yeah well, I think it's funny because like both you and I led lives of deprivation for a really long time yeah so it's it's funny that we would both just kind of <laughs> indulge when we get the chance
4: I think through Cressy thinks they're full of shit but they they put out yeah, a nice brand. Uh, no
2: yeah they might be complete lies but the menu is out S- of this world stunning Absolutely wonderful! You've got to—I'm telling you—it's like t- pulls like a, an eel roll out of his mouth. <laughs> when I can't answer to it. No, you've got to try this. It's safe. It's fine. <laughs> I'm going to pass on that one, but I, I agree with you. Ah, far more for me. And he
0: stuffs it back in. <laughs> Doctor Fritz, roll a perception check. <laughs> Natural 20. 30. Natural Whoa. twenty. Whoa! So or you're twenty-five. Sorry. Discussing the the food uh, at uh, with uh, Kreska, and you see out of the corner of your eye. Perfectly, uh, A small little figure running directly at you. Uh, he's like, yeah, so he's ta- as he's like stuffing the eel roll back in
2: his mouth. He like kind of gives uh, Kreska a look and he like and he like puts his hand on his pistol like in his in his holster shoulder holster.
0: And you turn and look and see a female dwarven child running up to you. You can't quite place where she's from uh, skin color wise uh, or any markings in her clothing or her look. she's dressed rather rustically compared to most people in this area of the station. She doesn't say a word just walks up to you and sticks out her hand with a small little instrument like she's giving it to you. looks like a like a makeup compact. or or a compass
2: um I'm gonna do a quick sense motive
0: sure uh 18 18 it appears innocent enough she doesn't seem to be armed doesn't seem to want to hurt you she's just looking at you big big eyes it's a dwarven child so she's very very small and just lifting this up towards you okay uh Keeping one hand on the holster
2: of my gun, I reach forward sort of tentatively with my left
0: claw and I pick it up gingerly. And she darts off. There, it looks really cheap, whatever it is, like it might be even disposable. Mm -hmm. And there's a button on it.
2: Can I do uh, engineering check or just perception to, like, get, sure. a, get an idea of yeah, it? Yeah, I do an engineering. Engineering. Or, yeah, engineering. Okay. Uh, 29. 29.
0: Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, bro. That is one smart mouse person. <laughs> You've seen uh, these instruments before. They're like disposable comm units. Yeah. Um, it's like a burner phone. Yeah, it's like a burner phone. another message
6: waiting to happen.
0: Yeah. All
2: right. Kind of turns it over and just holds it away from his face and clicks on the button. We'll see you next week. Oh, Oh, man.
0: man. Smartly done.
3: Where's Where's Wallace?